last week on Emergency Pants. She she sent us an email about poop dreams. Oh, yes. Did that just come in? Because I heard my phone beep. Yeah, that's it. So right. kinda, I'll kind of skim through here and tell you. Uh, toilets and the need to use the bathroom in dreams relates to a person's need for privacy. Mm. Also, their self-confidence. Oh. Using the bathroom is a time when we are free to be ourselves without judgment from others and to be at peace with ourselves. If people in our dreams are watching us while we are in the bathroom, it means we worry about people judging us. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> so, And you have these dreams. I do, all the time. And that goes hand in hand. What, uh, what she described uh, there goes hand in hand with my social anxiety problem. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, social anxiety is a constant and overwhelming fear of being judged. Right. So that explains it. You even have it in your dreams. I know, right? Hello. What up? Well, you know, stuff. Dinner. Hmm? Dinner is up, right? I, I had cereal for dinner. Nice. <laughs> what kind? Um, chocolate frosted mini weights. Hmm. Mm-hmm. It's acceptable. Yeah. yeah, they're they're not bad. They're not bad. I'm a fan of the mini weight. Um, I yeah, I've always liked the mini weights. Even though it it was it seemed like a grown up cereal. I used to love it when I was a kid. Yeah. 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 And and also honey bunches of uh, oats or whatever it is. Um, mm-hmm. When I yeah. when mm-hmm. I eat the mini wheats though, I always have to place the frosting on my tongue. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, that's important because otherwise. it's a completely different taste. It's just like eating hay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. I I agree with your uh, with your procedure. So. I'm glad we see eye to eye on this. Me too. Me too. Man, I went to I Tuesday nights I I like to do Chinese as like my pre uh podcast ritual. And there's a place, a little little nondescript place by me, and um I go there because they do one thing really well. Mm-hmm. And it's not like Chinese food, it's a Chinese dish that they just do really well. And okay. I don't like any other thing that I've gotten there, but the Szechuan shrimp is excellent. So I always get that on Tuesday nights. The problem is while I'm eating the Szechuan shrimp, I'm like, oh man, they have got to do something else that is this good. Maybe next time I go, I'll try something new and maybe that'll be the thing. Mm-hmm. And it never is. No, it never is. So that just leads to disappointment. It does. Last week mm-hmm. I got I got lo mein instead of my Szechuan shrimp and it was not great. I'm sorry. They failed the Kung Pao test. Whenever I go to a new place, first thing I get is uh Kung Pao chicken or shrimp. And uh they failed it miserably because it was full of um, the the standard vegetables, you know, like carrots, celery, and um, 
what is it? There's like one other one, but it's like all cheap Chinese places just load their food with these three vegetables so they yes. don't have to put the expensive stuff in. Celery is the worst for that too. I hate that. Yeah, it is. And because celery actually ruins the taste of most of that stuff. Right? It does. It actually it, makes it like bad. And it does. And it, it, it adds a crunchy texture to things that don't need uh, crunchy textures. Uh-huh. You know, it's, it's, it, it, it's sad. Real good Kung Pao chicken that I like has uh, mushrooms in it and maybe green onions if you're feeling froggy. Uh, and um, chicken and peanuts and a brown sauce. Yeah. It's not. It's not a fucking vegetable garden. Right. Exactly. So yeah, I hit this place. Tried the the kung pao chicken. I'm like, this place is like the rest. But I was feeling lazy one night, and I was hungry, and I wanted Chinese. So I went there and I got something. I'm like, I'm gonna try. This I've never had this anywhere before, so I'm gonna try this. And I got some of their uh, wonton soup, which I love from almost anywhere. Mm-hmm. Their wonton soup was amazing, and the Szechuan shrimp was fantastic. So I'm like, oh, okay. I just had one bad dish, mm. you know, but yeah. I didn't. I found the one good dish that they have, and I can't talk myself out of not trying everything on the menu. <laughs> Just Why to be sure, <laughs> because the one, the the one dish they do well, it's it's too good to be a fluke. Oh, okay. So I'm trying to gauge um, the the mental process that went on in uh, in putting these recipes together. Mm-hmm. I won't be satisfied until I either find another dish that's as good, or find all the other dishes are bad so do you have like um are are you investigating this do you have like um i have a special hat i wear and and i'm imagining maybe some you know uh not necessarily newspaper clippings but perhaps like uh takeout menus and things on the walls Mm -hmm. uh, with uh some red string going back and forth yeah tied to push pins Mm -hmm. mm-hmm yeah And, uh, you know, maybe... They all lead to little frowny faces, except for one. <laughs> and the other one is, like, you know, angels singing. And... Yeah, it's a... <laughs> it's a gold leaf smiley face. <laughs> little rays That's going funny. out from it. <laughs> that is awesome. Um, yeah, that sucks. I hate it when that happens. Yeah. I I have a problem with when I find something I like at a place, I won't try anything else. And I'll want to try something else. You know, I'll think, gee, that might be really good. But I never, ever, ever change if I find something <laughs> ever. My, uh, I've noticed I do that too. Mm-hmm. And so what what will usually happen is I will ask myself, once I've decided on a place uh, or someone else has de- decided on a place, I'll be like, can I deal with being disappointed? <laughs> Can you deal with it? Like, what? am I am I okay with being disappointed tonight? Am I going to have an emotional breakdown if I'm disappointed, or mm. will I be able to handle this? Yeah, will I will I just be sullen and irritable? Yeah. And if the answer is is yes, I can handle being disappointed, then I'll try uh, something that I haven't had before. Okay. Okay. 
I, that makes sense to me. Yeah, and I think I, I, I think I do that more often than not. Do you? Yeah. I'll do that if I'm not starving. If that you know. plays a huge part of it. Mm-hmm. If I'm not really hungry, then you know, if I eat something I don't like, I won't feel that bad about getting rid of it. But mm-hmm. then, like, if I don't like it, I'll be like, oh, now I have to eat this pile of crap. You know? Right. Right. <laughs> And it just, it makes you worse. It's like rubbing your nose in your mistake. It is. <laughs> Almost, it, literally. It is. <laughs> I like that. That's a good way of putting it. Um, so, yeah, it, it's, it can be disappointing. That's why, I, that's why I think I just stand by the traditional stuff that I like. Like, there is a um, Chinese place um, that does, like, amazing, um, uh, what is that? one kind of noodle uh chow fun beef yeah fun yeah and that's all i ever get there and i'm all like one day i'm gonna get this or that and never do Hmm. Mm -hmm. um if that's pf chang's then that's all i get there too no it's not pf chang's although that is good but yeah they do have a good one you know like a local place this new place is the only other place uh that i've seen chow fun at yeah, they don't do that very often, and I found out why, because we would go to this uh, one guy not too far from us, mm-hmm. um, and um, he, I told him, oh, this other place does beef chow fun, so we'd go back and forth. Sometimes we'd go to this guy, sometimes we'd go to those people, right? And he goes, yeah, um, that's a sign of a bad restaurant, because there's no way to keep that fresh. Oh, my. And he's, like, bad-mouthing him and saying, you know, nobody puts puts uh, chow fun on their menu and i'm like well they do or (laughs) baby in a corner yeah nobody nobody should put chow fun on their menu unless it's a sit-down restaurant because by the time (laughs) home it's gonna be like glue and i'm like well actually it's very good by the time you know (laughs) sorry what if what if he was like fired from there and that's how he gets his revenge knew the people yeah he he didn't he didn't care for them so I mean, so, if that's the worst he can do is talk bad about their chow fun, then I think you're still pretty safe. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, quite honestly, we go to the other place more often now um, because at one point he was asking, like, when I'm going to have children. And when yeah. I explained that he's never going to have children, he gave a speech about how wonderful children are and how he doesn't understand what people who don't have children are doing with themselves. Mm-hmm. Fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not going there either now. <laughs> I know, right? He's a nice guy, though. But um, he does have very particular ideas. Mm-hmm. Like, if we end up talking about something, he'll, like, tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> like, at one point, we were thinking about getting a new house. You guys need to move over here. Uh. Don't. <laughs> Shut up. I fucking hate that. I have a lot of friends that live in Bellevue because that's where I work, and it's like a half an hour drive. And everybody's like, "So when are you moving to Bellevue?" <laughs> I'm like, "Never." I fucking hate it down here. Mm-hmm. Why do you want me to move down here and be miserable with you? Right. <laughs> exactly. It's like when I moved here, and I told my brother Jim, "I'm like, you should move here because there's lots of opportunities, and you know, it's a uh, 
th- there's all kinds of stuff that you could do here and you can make me. And I worry about my children every day. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, you know, I live in a suburb, right? But I'll be up for so I, I think that's why, um, I think that's why parents try to get childless couples to have kids is to share in that misery. I don't know. I don't know. Um, but yeah, that's my story. Children, won't you? Mm-mm. No. Nope. You guys can. We're not going to stop you. Yeah, I'm glad that there are people who are willing to take on that responsibility to keep the human race going, but I ain't doing it. And don't get all high and mighty about it either. No, yeah. And that's the thing, too. It's like, I don't, I'm not bragging. About the fact that I'm not going to do it, I I think that people who who like being parents and who you know enjoy that and everything, they more power to them. I take my hat off to them. It would drive me insane. Mm-hmm. I, like I know people that will will uh, after they find out that you don't have children, they'll be like, "Well, I had two children. You're welcome." What what difference does that make? They, they I, I, without going into details. I don't want to identify this person, but uh, they see it as uh, stepping up and and uh, doing their part, and they resent those who are childless because they see them as uh, being lazy. Mm, that's weird. I don't understand that. It is really weird, and it's also very irritating. Mm. Mm-mm. Which I do not endorse. Yeah, I, I don't either. I really, I think sometimes, especially now, because the internet makes it so easy, people just get into each other's business when, <laughs> yeah, you know. And I think it'd be, you know, it, I, I think there are times when people just need to kind of sit back and think to themselves: Does this affect me? Is it really that important to me? Mm-hmm. You know? I actually have something to add to this conversation or am I just picking a fight? You know, I've been doing, I've been asking myself those same things a lot lately. I think that's so important. I really, it do. is, it is As a human being to be able to be honest with yourself about your motives. Yeah. You don't have to be in everything. Yes, exactly. And, and, I understand people who say I just want to like educate people and stuff like that. I get what they're trying to do and I get their frustration, but it's not going to happen that way. Mm-hmm. It isn't, you know. The internet is too huge and people are too stupid for, <laughs> you know, a blog post to be able. I mean, maybe maybe it'll be about something like, for example, there have been times when, um, like Michelle in the fade or, um, you know, somebody else wrote something and it meant a lot to me because I needed to hear it or, um, they were expressing something that I'm not very good at expressing. You Mm -hmm. know, I suck at stuff sometimes, you know, when it comes, when it comes to trying to say what I'm thinking, you know, Mm -hmm. I don't have the right words for it. Trying to explain, this is why I feel like this is important. And instead, you know, here this person just says it perfectly. And that 
kind of stuff, I'm glad that people share that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Try to change somebody's mind on the internet. It's not going to happen. No, and uh, the the problem is, is uh, the, the people have their mind made up already, and handing them things like facts w- uh, just does not help because they've they've got their mind made up. You know, you're not gonna you're not gonna offer anybody a new insight into in, into anything. They just want to pick a fight. I think exactly, exactly, and it's that. You know, and you can kind of tell after a while if that's the motive or not, you know? Yeah, and you know what the trick is? Uh, There's a shortcut to all this. You look for emotion in the post, and the more emotion you see in the post, the less success you're going to have talking to that person. Mm Mm-hmm, yeah. I think, I mean, sometimes, yeah, sometimes it's just about having to share something rather than, you know... Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else so I definitely yeah I, I that's something that I've come to realize lately it's like you're really not going to change anybody's mind on the internet so why fight yeah don't you? please don't please fight I like it better when you guys don't fight <laughs> <laughs> remember when I used to say that all the time I still say it sometimes now yeah, I like to tell people that the baby Jesus cries when they fight. <laughs> I used to always, like, if anybody, like, even slightly raised their voice, even in excitement, I'd be like, stop it. I hate it when you two fight. <laughs> you should do that even when there's only one person. <laughs> I should. <laughs> I, I'll, I'll always... Um, at work, uh, my usual thing to say right now is um, if somebody's like kind of arguing with each other about a point or something like that, I'll say, can't you see that your constant bickering is tearing this group apart? <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a good idea. <laughs> You're tearing this family apart. Uh, what, what family? Us. All of us. What family? I see you've already given up on us. <laughs> well, I'm not ready to. Ooh. Oh my god, that's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what you did to your mother. <laughs> I don't even know this lady. Are you? I'm just trying to order a sandwich. <laughs> oh yeah. Um, speaking of sandwiches, the uh, cafeteria uh, problem is. Oh yeah. So it's the point where I'm bringing my lunch, and I'm not doing myself any favors by doing that because mm. my lunch recently have been like a container of yogurt and a cheese stick, which is exactly what. I'm- Went to <laughs> when I went to the cafeteria. I'm like, why am I doing this to myself? I have no imagination. I have no idea what I should be, um, what I should be bringing in my lunch. I want something that I don't have to heat up. I want something that can just stay at my desk in like one of those uh, insulated mm-hmm. 
um, bags with like some ice packs in there. And I have no imagination. So listeners, if you have any ideas for me, let me know because I'm just, I have the, I have the same problem with dinner, you know, cause oh, yeah. I, 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 I live alone. Sometimes I cook, sometimes I go get stuff, but either way, I have no idea what I'm going to do for dinner, and I start panicking on my drive home. Mm. I'm like, oh my god, I don't know what to get, I don't know what to get, what do I want, what do I want? And then inevitably, uh, the two things I think of are what I had for lunch and what I had for dinner the night before. And I'm like, I don't want that the same thing twice. Mm. So I don't know what my problem is. It's uh, for for me. It's just a exhaustion. Yeah. <laughs> I used to actually make my lunches ahead every week. Like I'd make a like I don't know. I'd I'd find something like a salad or something like that to make make a pack for the week. Be all ready to go. Mm-hmm. While I was just like fuck it. <laughs> Oh, my microphone is pissing me off. It's whenever I talk, it it lowers your volume. Oh. And I don't know what the fuck's causing it. Microphone doesn't like me. Well, it doesn't like me talking over you, and since I own it, it gives me priority. Oh, I gotcha. I gotcha. It's kind of like Christine, except in a microphone. And yeah, exactly. Yeah. Does that work? Hmm. Mm-hmm. Let me, I'm going to try to check my audio settings without disconnecting us. Mm-hmm. Tools, audio settings. Oh, weird. Let me try automatically adjusting my speaker settings. Go ahead and talk. Uh, what am blah, I blah, 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 blah. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, it, it totally cuts you off. Fuck. Well, it's not Skype. It might be Skype. Maybe it's Windows. Your face is doing it. Let me check Windows. Recording devices, microphone, properties. Hi, listeners. How you doing? (laughs) We'll edit this out. Not really. Well, we don't do. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of me. (laughs) <laughs> hey listeners uh share with us how your week was send us emails um uh, what's our email address shane emergence podcast at gmail.com yeah send us an email and tell us how you're doing tell us tell us a story uh tell us what you're up to tell us how you would murder my microphone uh, how step by step in gruesome detail how you would murder. Mm-hmm. Um, this is driving me nuts. Why don't we start the call over or something? No, it's not the call. It's not. Uh, Skype is just fine. Is it actually recording everything fine or is it just. I don't know. We'll have to. I'll, I'll have to pay closer attention, but whatever it is, I, I think it's been going on uh, longer than just tonight. How long? Has this been going on? How long has this been going on? <laughs> <laughs> I like music. Me too. Who doesn't like music? 
I'll no, tell you who Nazis. Nazis do not like music. Well, I mean, it was the Jews. I'm sorry. Dual Nazis that enjoy music, but as a whole, as a group, I don't think they were supposed to. Hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I could be wrong about this. Yeah. But, uh, um. Yeah. So. What? What do you want to talk about? Now I feel weird. Oh, I don't feel weird. I'm done messing with it. I. I'm just gonna have to learn to live with it. Learn to live with what you are. <laughs> I cannot. You should know that, of all people. There's never going to be a moment of truth for you. No. No. <laughs> all you need is the thing you've forgotten. And that's to learn to live with what you are. Hi, <laughs> one listener who knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> yep. <laughs> Hi, YHF. Um, okay. We have to talk about something. Otherwise, we're just going to be sitting here with our thumbs up our asses. And that's painful. And I don't want to do it. Hmm. How do you... F- oh, I got a... Uh, I got a new um, water bottle. It's oh. one of those Camelback water bottles with the bite valve on the top. Huh? <laughs> Have you seen these? It makes sense to me. <laughs> what? Camelback bite valve? What? <laughs> yeah. It's a water bottle and it's got a, a bite valve on the top of it that flips up. It basically, it's spill proof and nothing comes out unless you bite the tip of this thing that happens to have a slit in it that reminds, reminds me of a dick pee hole. <laughs> but I ended up getting one. I, I got an insulated one. And it it uh, it works so well that I like I've doubled my water intake since I got it. That is good. That's important. It's- yeah, because I didn't drink enough water before. Yeah, it makes a huge difference. I thought it was all you know. They're always telling you drink more water. Um, you know, uh, don't drink so much soda. Mm-hmm. Stop. Uh, smoking crack you know yeah stop telling me what to do teachers they're always they're always telling you what to do so i just i don't know my business yeah stop it just cut it out so yeah i just i i I just figured that it was all a lie you know and nuns tried to tell me what to do (laughs) and uh, do you know that the nuns okay here's uh, here's here's a second Eyes that nuns told me. <laughs> <laughs> that is a good idea. <laughs> you want to hear some of the things that nuns have told me throughout the years? Yes. In one of my classes, they talked to us about uh, using too much hairspray. And um, because there was a girl who, you know, it was the 80s or... Yeah, this was the 80s. This was like grade school. So uh, there was this girl who had like the big hair helmet thing going mm-hmm. on. And she would like constantly refresh her hairspray and everything. And so this nun told this story. She goes, you know, when I was teaching in the 60s, there was a girl who had a beehive hairdo. And she didn't wash her hair at all. And she used hairspray all the time. And one day, some of her hair just came right out in her hand. And do you want to know what they found? 
there was a spider's nest under there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a common urban legend, actually. So, like, I grew up that I realized it was an urban legend. Mm-hmm. I think they're like, holy fuck. <laughs> you know? Huh? Because she's an adult and she's not, and she's teaching us stuff, right? Um, let's see. I'm trying to think of some of the other stuff that was interesting. Um, remember, it usually, oh, um, premarital sex um, does not increase your chances of cervical cancer. Premarital sex causes cervical mm-hmm. cancer. <laughs> it does not increase your chances. It does not, you know, none of those things. It actually causes it. it one, yeah. You might as well make your will out because you will die. When uh, That reminds me of a, a little side note here. When I was uh, a little kid, like little, little, uh, my mom told me that touching boobs gives them cancer. What? Yeah. Oh. Yeah. And of course you still wanted to, so you thought you were a horrible person for wanting to give all these girls mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah, it, it caused some problems. Oh, God, that's awful. I'm so sorry. No, I mean, it's not your fault. I know, but I'm still sorry. Um, I'm trying to think what other what other fun stories were there. There was one um, one teacher that we had, Sister Ignatius. She was about ninety five thousand years old, and uh, <laughs> it's it's the kind of thing in in at least in the Catholic Church or, or school that I went to. When you know they get to that point they're either going to have to like send them to a home or they're going to, you know, they keep them working. Mm-hmm. They working and she was a substitute teacher. And every time we came, she came in, we had no freaking what was going to happen next because she was so out of it. Like she had dementia and like, so she'd be in the middle of doing like our, our lesson and all of a sudden she'd stop herself and she'd say, Copra, that means coconut meat. Write it down. Oh, wow. Stuff like that. Or like, you know, she'd just come up with some random fact and all of a sudden we needed to write this down. It's like, well, wh- what about Jesus? Weren't we just talking about Jesus? <laughs> this is a- <laughs> We're going to need to know this someday. <laughs> wow. It was, it was scary. It was pretty scary. Um, yeah, so nuns. You know, I uh, when I was a kid, I used to think only old ladies were nuns. Oh. So the first time I saw a young nun, I thought, uh, I actually thought it was like an actress. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm like, well, that's not real, is it? Oh, my gosh. They can't be young. Right, yeah. It's kind of like running into your teacher at the grocery store. It's like, holy shit, she's a real person. Weird. <laughs> yeah. Or running into your nun at the grocery store. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we didn't run into the nuns at the grocery store because they kind of lived on their own. But I, I think that does happen in some places. That would be really weird. So I don't know. Um, but yeah, the teacher at the grocery store was always weird because you'd like look into their cart. Did you ever do that? <laughs> I don't think so. I do that. Like, if I saw the teacher at the grocery store, I'd be looking in their cart like, what do teachers eat? <laughs> You're surprised it's not like cockroaches and cigarette butts. 
exactly. Well, I just expected it to be something different. I always thought of teachers as like higher levels of human beings, you know? Oh, like, yeah, that's what I meant. Kind of like a cross between like robots and <laughs> odds or something, you know? <laughs> they know everything. and They're they- like parents with even more superpowers. Right, because your parents actually answer to them. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, you know, I always expected it to be something like either fancy or like, that I'd never seen before. <laughs> like maybe it would be like some sort of, uh, you know, live octopus, but it's not an octopus. It also has wings and it's gold <laughs> 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 or something. I don't know. <laughs> so, yeah. Um,. Ooh, pardon me. That's a hiccup. Here. I, I do want to mention, um, I'll just mention some folks uh, I saw some stuff from today. And uh, I know that there are people who listen. So I, uh, I'll say hi to Noel Anthony. You know. What's up, Noel? Um, he reminded all of us of the importance of proper um, protection uh, when dealing with uh, seeding peppers. Because mm-hmm. did you read his post about this? I believe I did. Yeah, he uh, he did that and then went and had some private time. <laughs> and uh, I wept for I- him. <laughs> I wept with laughter. <laughs> <laughs> I find this very amusing. <laughs> uh, you know, I've never had an issue like that because I, I actually think about that kind of thing. Like, as I'm doing it, I'm like, is this going to contaminate anything else? But that's probably partially because of the issues that I have. Let's <laughs> <laughs> wash hands seven times. <laughs> um, so, yeah. No, sorry about that. I'm sorry to hear that. That kind of sucks. So, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm laughing at your pain. Um, but I, I, I kind of think that's why he sent it to you so you can laugh at his pain. You know what? I think think so too. So, um, let's see what else is going on. Hmm. Have you watched any Olympics yet? I don't watch the Olympics. I normally do. This is my first year not watching it. I haven't watched the Olympics since I lived at home. That was nineteen what five yeah yeah i used to be all about the olympics and then this year i don't know what's different but i'm just not interested in it i have honestly i i get it i mean there have been times when i've been interested in in one or two parts of it just because of the coverage and it's somebody who's got like an interesting story and you want to root for them and see them win Mm mm-hmm that happened when I was a kid sometimes, but I just, I can't feign interest in sports ball. I really can't. I just, I don't have any interest in it. I'm not saying that it's not, I think Olympic athletes are amazing. They sacrifice a lot. They work really, really hard. Mm-hmm. They do incredible things. It's just not my bag and I can't appreciate it the way other people appreciate it. So I just don't, you know? <laughs> yeah. It's not my thing. I, you know, I can, it's kind of like when I go to a baseball game, I'll just kind of lose track of who's, you know, in the outfields and who's, 
joking and all that kind of stuff. I have no idea which inning this is. I don't even know. I am enjoying a hot dog. (laughs) 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 Doing here. Like football. I didn't understand the rules behind football, like how football works until like maybe five or six years ago. Yeah. No, I, I, I completely understand that. Yeah, I just I don't know, and and I'm not worried about the fact. See, most most sports I'm that way about. I I'm ambivalent towards them, you know. I just they don't hold my attention. Exactly. The Olympics usually do. I think I think the fact that I just haven't started is what's causing me to not watch it. Because like once I start, I'm sure I will stick with it. I just don't have it. I don't have the time to watch sports on TV for two weeks. Right, yeah. You know? Yeah, I think that's a big part of it, too. It's just, like, I don't feel like I have as much time as I used to. And I don't know if that's because I'm way busier or if it's just because I think maybe as you get older and as you, you know, do more things, you just figure out, you know, I that's something I don't need to waste my time on, you know? Mm-hmm. But... um like, for example, I used to love, love playing role-playing games. Um, <clears throat> and I'm not talking about, like, um, Dungeons and Dragons and stuff. I'm talking about, like, on game systems, like um, Zelda and um, Suikoden and, you know, just different stuff like that, Final Fantasy. Mm-hmm. I used to love playing those. I would play the fuck out of those games. And I would play them like some of those games have this thing where it's like, well, you can win right now, but there's some side quests that you can do if you have an extra 40 hours. And I'm like, oh, oh. my God, I know. <laughs> I do. What can you talk and do? I mean, I just used to play the fuck out of those games. And then I'd play them again to see if it turned out different, if I did other things and all that kind of stuff. I, I have not touched a video game in like four years. Wow. Yeah, I, I used to play The Sims. Something about. I just don't anymore. Yeah. You never, you know, you never think into something like one day I won't do this anymore, and then all of a sudden it just happens, and you're like, whoa. <laughs> hmm. I, I hope that never happens to me. What, not playing video games? Yeah, because I like video games and the prospect that makes me sad. However, I have not played in two weeks because uh, my new controller that I got a few months ago died and they're, sh- they're shipping me a new one. Oh, yeah, you were talking about that. That's- yeah. Yeah. That's all right. It's very good. It should be here this week, though, so I should be able to get back on that horse. That's good. Yeah. Here, did I tell you what they told me? To cut it? Yeah. Yeah, I'm holding it in my hands right now. Yeah, I just cut the cord and sent them a picture of the unit with the the serial number. And they're like, all right, we'll send you a new one. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. That is... Uh, that's funny. Did they have to like whisper it to you or could they just be open about it? I could tell from the email that the guy was talking out the side of his mouth so his co-workers couldn't tell what he was saying. <laughs> hey, what's what's Rick doing over there? It looks like he's talking out the side of his mouth to an email. <laughs> um, there's a IT guy at work who 
you know, we have different levels of like escalation, you know. So if you have a problem, you need to call the help desk and the help desk could either be like um, it's most of the time it's in Ireland, which I don't mind. I <laughs> at all. Mm-hmm. But um, once uh, you get to the point where that it can't help you, it goes to some people here in home office. You know what? Screw it, lady. We're just going to send somebody to your desk. (laughs) (laughs) That's Kevin. (laughs) So now I've got Kevin's extension and I will just call Kevin and I will say, hey, Kevin, this is what's happening. And he'll say, I need you to ask for assistance. (laughs) Like, I'm trying to remember how exactly he words it, but it's basically like, I'm telling you exactly what to say, but I need you to say it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I I have to do that in my job sometimes. Exactly. It's kind of like a genie, you know? Mm -hmm. You have to say I wish first. So, yeah, but um, nice guy, though. It's sometimes with, with IT stuff in a big company like ours, um, you'll, you know, they're they're totally hooked on the whole protocol thing. So, like, first you have to call the help desk and be on the line with them for, like, three hours, and then I'll come help you, you know. But he's pretty cool. That's nice. Well, that's good. good. That, that kind of reminds me of The Simpsons where they're going into the witness protection program. And they're trying to to have Homer practice being Mr. Thompson. Oh, right. <laughs> He's like, and when I say, hello, Mr. Thompson, how are you? And step on your foot. <laughs> that's your cue to say, I'm fine, thank you. Mm-hmm. And he doesn't get it. love how stupid Homer uh, is. Homer. That's so much. It's my favorite. Ooh. The, um... I remember, uh, wasn't there one where him and uh, and Bart were grifting? Yeah. And, and they had to lie about where they were going. <laughs> Bart was like, hey, Dad, let's go to the whatever. And he'll go, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember that. <laughs> he actually goes, what the hell is <laughs> <laughs> that is my absolute favorite Homer moment. Because <laughs> he can't just he can't just uh, say what, and he's the one who came up with the story too. <laughs> Homer's my favorite. I still love The Simpsons, even though I haven't watched it in years. Me too, and I think that's why I still love The Simpsons. Exactly. Also, um, how how exciting is it that um, how exciting is it that uh, the F- Futurama just exists? Isn't that just a wonderful thing? It is. When you think about it, when you think about how that sh- how many different parts of that show kind of come together, and how many you know h- who thought of that, and how did they think of it? Mm-hmm. How how do people make such awesome things, and why don't I? <laughs> Here's here's a theory that I came up with uh, within the last couple of years. I think it's not as hard as we think it is. We just don't know how to start. Okay. Because I, I've watched 
you know, I've managed to see some behind the scenes uh, stuff on, you know, how TV shows are written and stuff like that. And these people are no better than you or me. When it comes to being funny, you mean? Yeah, being funny or being creative. They just know who to, who to, who to talk to or how to do it, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, and what I... I've seen the some of the um, stuff that's been on that too. Like I've watched some some uh, shows where they actually show the writing process and everything like that. And um, the thing that I noticed about it is they will come up with a joke, and the reason that they work until like two o'clock in the morning is because they have to keep you know throwing shit at it mm-hmm. and something better. Yeah. And that's, you know, that's what makes an excellent, you know, product is going, yeah, this is good, but what's better, you know? Yeah. Really neat that people care enough to do that. And I think that I, it, it doesn't just happen in entertainment. I think that's how businesses get started. That's how products get designed. You know, there's there's nothing magical about, you know, the, a, a product designer Right. You know, they just, you know, they may be as creative as, you know, an, an art student, but they know they've had experience in the business. They know how to get a product through uh, to production. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like finding the right door to open. You, you're not gonna, you're not getting any magic fairy dust dropped on you at a certain point. It's just finding the right door to open. Too though, I mean, hmm? it has to be skill too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, definitely. But I mean, I know for a large part, a large part of my life, uh, I would assume that you know business business executives were smarter and more talented than me. Uh, you know, <laughs> pe- right? Uh, people on TV were more talented actors than you know. Uh, whatever but a lot of times it's not the it's not the case it's it's not that they know more it's that they know different stuff you know like uh, i i guarantee you we are smarter than most if not all of congress so you know that uh, the the thing that stops us from being senators is not our intelligence it's the fact that you know we don't know how, or we don't care to get into office. I, I would, I'm not interested in anything like that. That makes me feel very nervous. You could not pay me enough to to be uh, in in the government. And you know, part of it is that government is just hard to work with. But part of it is also the fact that everybody wants to know your business. Then. That's the, uh, that's one of the, here's what I don't get about this. Mm-hmm. We're, it, it's 2012. We've had government for, what, 400 years now? Mm-hmm. We know how it works. We know that all your secrets come to the surface when you run for Congress right. or the presidency. Why do people with secrets run for Congress? Because everybody thinks that the rules don't apply to them. Oh, it's so 
mind-bogglingly stupid, you know? Okay, someone who's going to run for office or going to, um, you know, I don't know, who's going to put themselves in that kind of a situation where it's very public and, you know, where they, they, uh, you know, they know this kind of thing is going to happen. They have to have this level of confidence where they think that the rules don't apply to them. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's kind of how I, how I imagine that it would happen. Yeah, I, th- I think you're right, and I I know that definitely happens while they're in office. Mm-hmm. You know, that's that's a documented psychological phenomenon. You know, people in authority uh, often, you know, uh, it, it it it's called like the the do as I say, not as I do syndrome or something like that. But yeah, it happens with people in authority. They just think they're not. Uh, um, they don't have to answer to anyone, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, are so are you saying that they're that way before they get into power? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think so. I could see that. Yeah, I mean, because you have to have a certain level of... Um, Hubris? Arrogance? Yeah. Yeah, so you feel like you can do that, right? Psychopathy? <laughs> I honestly, I honestly think there's something wrong with people that want to go into government, like a a psychological people who want to uh, want to go into positions of power. Like I'll run a company if I have to. I'm not going to seek that position out. Like if I start my own company doing something, I'll run it until I make enough money to hire someone to run it. I'm not going to go and try to be the CEO of, of this company or that company or whatever. And I, th- I think there's something wrong with somebody who, who does that. You know, it's funny, too, because when... Okay, so I've been working in corporate America for who knows how long. Is it, has it been? It's been like over a decade. Now. Nobody knows. <clears throat> Nobody knows. It's a secret. <laughs> so there's this kind of um, unspoken like rule that you need to be um really ambitious and want to climb the ladder you know in order to be successful in the corporate environment there's a sort of like if you aren't looking to get promoted you know mm-hmm. never had that interest you know i enjoy the work that i do right now i have any interest in telling other people what to do i you know i don't want to be responsible for other people's um you know work mm-hmm. i have enough problem making sure that i do my own stuff you know yeah <laughs> I, I i know my limitations and that is one of them i'm not i would be i would drive myself crazy being mm-hmm. in charge so you know i always felt this kind of like i need to hide this and if somebody asks me if I want to do something, I have to say yes. And then, you know, I, I finally realized, it's like, you know, you just need to be honest with people and tell people, you know, I, I don't have to say that, you know, really what I would like to do with my life is eventually just, um, um, you know, retire to a tiny house in Portland. <laughs> and uh, not work for anybody ever again. Mm-hmm. 
and spend my days stitching naughty words into fabric. But still, <laughs> now I don't have to go into that much detail, but I can say I don't want to do blank, you know? Mm-hmm. It's funny because you feel like you're allowed to not have ambition, you know? Yeah. Yeah, I do know. My my th- my whole thing with it is if I go into management, that takes my hands off computers. It takes my hands off, uh, you know, the design and architecture of uh, solutions, and I'm just managing people at that point, and I do not want that. Right. Yeah. And I, that's why I just, you know, my, the thing that I enjoy about my job is I get to talk to different people all the time. You know, I have the same clients a lot of the time, which is nice because you get to know those people. But then with the candidates, you know, you get to tell people about a job. It's not trying to sell them anything. It's not, you know, so I can have these conversations with these different people and uh, not have to worry about pressure of, you know, because if somebody's going to say I'm not interested in this, I'm not going to try and talk them into it. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to be able to have a job where I get to talk to a lot of different people, get to tell them about something that they're actually interested in. Mm-hmm. It's, you know, that's what I like about the job. I don't want to be in a job where it's all, you know, I don't know, just back and forth and things like that. Yeah. that stuff in, in organizations like mine is all, you know, who you know and and stuff like that. So I don't know. Not interested. Is this even a good episode? I feel like we're just talking about stuff. I think it's pretty good. We're okay. Yeah. What do you think, listeners? Okay. It doesn't matter because I'm not recording anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god! <laughs> uh, I used to believe you when you say that. I know. Well, actually, what you used to always do is go "fuck." <laughs> <laughs> but I know better now. So, um, oh, I have some news. Oh, what? And you probably know about this. Oh. I'd like to make an announcement to our listeners who enjoy podcasts from time to time. It's my understanding anyway, right? So if you enjoy the podcast, uh, I would recommend Fridge Magnets. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, congrats to uh, those guys for coming back. Well, they're back. Um, uh, John Blog and his lovely wife. Mrs. Uh, Blog. Mrs. Blog. Mrs. Johan Sebastian blog. Yes. <laughs> I can't. What's her first name? It's killing me. Oh, it's Butterfly. She's Butterfly Blue 08 on Tumblr. It's Jenny, isn't it? Jenny. That's right. Okay. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Um, so um, they're lovely people. They're funny. And you will notice that when you listen to their podcast. So frig- fridge magnets, won't you? Thank you. I'll link so you guys can find it. But you can search for it on iTunes. Fridge Magnets is the name of the podcast. So, oh, speaking of podcasts, Google uh, Google has discontinued uh, support and development of Google Listen, which is the podcast app that I use on my Android phone. 
and I am saddened and in a state of panic because I cannot find one that I like now. Hmm. Um, what is, I've heard, there was that one that we like got into that people use something that. Oh yeah. Stitcher. Um, yeah, I want something that doesn't stream though. And I think Stitcher only streams, unfortunately. Android needs an app for you to listen to podcasts? No, uh, I have an app to manage my podcast. So uh, it tracks my subscriptions and it goes out and downloads. It's kind of like the iTunes part, uh, the podcast part. Mm -hmm. Um, But Google Listen was a really nice one. And they just dropped it on the floor. Awful. I'm sorry. doing this that's <laughs> fun it's fun Bridget <laughs> it's not fair <laughs> <laughs> uh, you know I felt that bad when um, they changed Google Reader it, it really hurt my feelings when they changed when they changed the design when they changed how it worked because um once they introduce Google Plus, which of course everybody's on Google Plus now, right? Well, there's still a lot of people on it, actually. Anything on it? Do you do anything on it? Mm-hmm. I don't know anybody else who does anything on it. I really don't. Do you do much? I mean, do you go there every day or what? Yeah, I go there every day. Just check on stuff, post some pictures to it, talk to some friends. Okay. Well, here's the thing. I once Google Plus became a thing they changed google reader so you couldn't share stuff anymore mm. and i used to do that and like there was a whole group of people that i know who used to do that and it would be awesome because i'm not gonna stuff that for example shay follows mm-hmm. but the same stuff but Shay would, you know, share some of the weirdest, craziest shit. Yeah, Shay follows a lot of cock-related stuff. Yes. And then, um, there, like, Mia was on there, and Shannon, and I think Penny um, started to do it, too. And then just some people I knew from the embroidery stuff. Um, there was this girl, um... Uh, I can't remember her real name, but um, in Indianapolis who did like a bunch of arty stuff. So there'd always be like that kind of stuff on there. So it'd be like, okay, this isn't really my deal. I'm not going to follow these vlogs, but it's neat when they share the best of, you know, mm-hmm. that's what it's like. It's like a best of, and now it's gone. We can't do it. We can't share what they want us to do instead is to put it on Google plus. And I think that's shitty. It's like, you know, if they said, oh, instead of, uh, instead of sharing it here, uh, post it to Facebook instead. Mm-hmm. So I think that's cool. So, I don't know. I'm still sad over it. I'm sorry. It's okay. I'll be better soon. Maybe. Yeah, it's too bad that... Um, I'm looking at the Google Reader page right now. It's too bad that they can't show you stuff from Google Plus in there. Well, and, you know, so there's that. You actually have to go to Google+. And the other thing, too, is that you would star items, Mm -hmm. share items, and then you'd be able, like, they made it seem like it never happened. (laughs) So 
if I wanted to go back and look at the stuff that I shared, it's gone now. Mm. Everything that I ever shared. So they just wiped it all out. Well, it's, I mean, if I looked back through my reader for like a million years, I could find something. But if I shared something, that means, you know, I might have wanted to go back to it. It was gone. I mean, everything was gone. I used it in that way because if I shared something on there, I would probably post about it on Mr. X Stitch or something like that. Mm-hmm. It's just all gone. It's like, geez, you just do this overnight? <laughs> That's not fair. <laughs> this free service sucks. <laughs> So, yeah. Anyway. I'm complaining about stuff that I really shouldn't, I guess. This be like complaining about the quality of a podcast going downhill. Listeners. <laughs> oh, what? Who complained about us? No, I'm just saying. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> I will cut a bitch. I'm not even afraid. Yeah, I'm feeling self-conscious. <laughs> <laughs> Um, okay. I'm trying to think. Is there? Oh, next week, we're going to have a guest. Do you want to know who this guest is? I do. Promise you're not going to freak out or say anything mean. I can't. Promise me. I will try. Hey, Steve Whitaker. Okay. I like Steve. I like Steve, too. But, no, we've tried to have Steve on the show, like, 17 times or Mm -hmm. something. (laughs) <laughs> it has never worked out. So if he doesn't come on the show this time, I think I will weep openly. The other times I was pretending to weep, but um, this time I will actually cry real tears. So, But I'm hoping this is going to work out. I'm really excited about it. Um, so next week, Steve Whitaker. Good stuff. He's a funny guy. I'm excited. If he doesn't show up, I'm just going to do his voice. <laughs> Well, you know, one of the things he does is, um, what's his name? Morgan Freeman. Morgan Freeman, you do, um, you do, who's the other guy? Um, uh, Darth Vader guy. <laughs> and, uh, Edward James Olmos? No. James Earl Jones? That's it. <laughs> one of the three names, guy. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, James Earl Jones. So you guys could just, like, kind of talk to each other. And if he's not here, you can do both because really, you know, you can do the same voice and it would be okay. Yeah. Uh, I yeah, I want you guys to both like do your characters like doing mundane things again. That was my <laughs> favorite James Earl Jones thing you ever did was just him like picking up his. <laughs> this button on my pants is missing. <laughs> <clears throat> oh, I love it. <laughs> okay, we should probably wrap this up. We're at an hour. All right. Is there anything else you wanted to say? Nope. Okay. Bye, everybody. And now, let's end this meeting on a high note. Yeah!